What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast, bringing you yet another episode of the Monday anticipation segments of this podcast. Um, so one thing that pissed, that pisses me off and that pissed me off literally seconds before I recorded this. So I'm in Google. I'm doing my uh, my morning research, finding case studies, white papers, really detailed blogs that that truly outline best practices, frameworks, etc. Um, and then I start to move into some other work. And as I start to progress and transition into that that other work, I come across something that I find incredibly interesting and fascinating and, and slightly disturbing. There's not a lot of content that gives advice to the job seeker around how they should show up how they can shift the employer employee dynamic and relationship. Um, a lot of things around that, right? There's a ton of information though. There's, so let's, let's even put a metric to it. Three out of every 15 blogs that I'm seeing pieces of content are around how to help the, the applicant show up better, do better, ask better questions, etc. Most of the other content, you guys want to know what it's about? It's about how the applicants can show up and pretty much appease the organization, how they can show up and pretty much kiss the feet of the organization, how they can show up and pretty much be their best, be on their A game, be on best behavior. Um, And these things I find incredibly, incredibly fascinating because I don't understand this. I don't understand why. It's me and a handful of other people that I know, and just, again, I've done a lot of research just at a macro level, that, uh, that, that doesn't understand applicants, employees are literally the foundation of your organization. And so it's a pretty good idea to also get a better sense of what they want, who they are, and more importantly, during the interview process and during the job seeking process, maybe you shift the dynamic a bit. So I don't know. That was just a thing that pisses me off because there was like some tangible data connected to it. But I did find something that was interesting and I want to kind of read a couple things off to you. Um, I did not curate this list. Um, Someone else did. But I think um, I think it needs to be shared. I think it needs to be talked about on on a bigger platform. And I've done a decent job of having a decent amount of listeners. So I think I'll share some things with you guys. So it says 15 interview questions to ask your hiring manager during an interview, right? So these are things that I really think are really important. And this is connected uh, to, to the Beyond Resume initiatives that I'm doing. This is connected to Monday Anticipation, which houses Beyond Resume and Beyond Brand. So I'm just gonna read a couple off, maybe provide a little bit of context to each uh, and get fun with it. So the first thing, how would you describe the culture in your department, division, business, and unit? And so for me, I think that one is really simple. Um, if I'm an applicant, the advice that I would give you is push them very hard to not give you any bullshit answers. Um, and a lot of you guys know the work that I'm doing with beyond brand hopefully helps organizations do a better job of that. But again, as an, as an applicant push as hard as you can to, to really give them a, a good understanding to give you a good understanding of what the culture actually looks like. And I'll give you a couple examples of that. That looks like how they go about making decisions. That that looks like how they handle conflict um, moments. That looks like unpacking this this out of the box, really bold question. You know, explain to me your your worst moment as a leader. 
you know, like the, that's what real culture is. Real culture is like the, the muddy, sticky moments, how they make decisions, how they galvanize, how they how they overcome adversity. That's real culture. Culture is not the bullshit that they typically will tell you. So ask that question. Let me find one that's a little bit more nuanced. Um, what would your highest performing employees say about you personally and how you help leading them? And how you help leading them and how you pretty much, I guess, I'm looking at the question. They worded it kind of weird. And I guess how you uh, help them become the highest performing employee. And then what would your most struggling employees say about you? I think those two questions are really, really fascinating. Those two questions, if you ask them direct and if you push with a couple ancillary questions behind it, you can get to a lot of good information that I think is really interesting. I like knowing me, guys. I like the, the the latter a little bit better. I like what would your most struggling employees say about you? I genuinely like that a little bit better because I think that answer is a fascinating one. Every single employee that is struggling outside of the outside of the outside of the the onus and the the um, I can't find my words this morning, guys. I'm sorry. Outside of the self-respect, the onus, the accountability they, they need to take themselves within the situation, right? The, the, the personal accountability aspects of that outside of the, the lack of showing up that that individual has been conducting outside of that part. Typically, when you have a struggling employee, there's something the manager is not doing. There's questions they may have not asked. There's, 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 there's information that maybe has not been disclosed. There's context and empathetic support and development that maybe has not come into fruition yet. There's a lot of reasons around why an employee is struggling outside of the lack of capabilities of the of the of the employee themselves. And you guys know me when I say E1B2, it's not, hey, employees can get away with fucking murder. That's not what I mean. What I'm talking about is beyond that, right? Let's say that's 30%, 40%. Let's say it's even 50% of the issue. There are typically things that the manager the manager is not doing around why an employee is struggling. And so if I'm coming into an organization, I want to know, tell me about your most struggling employee right now and how you have failed them. Tell me right now, what are you doing that, what are you not doing that you should be doing? I think that's a completely valid question. Now, I saw something else in Google. One of the, one of the, uh, the copy at the top of the blog, it said, how to respectfully and politely ask questions to your future job seeker or something like that. I understand the polite part, like, and I understand the respect part, but this is what I didn't understand. You see what I mean by that dynamic? It's like, hey, just because you're paying me something, I need to come into this conversation or I need to approach this conversation with the level of, with, with, the, with the level of I kind of look at it as like pity or like like a like a son would talk to a father or like a sister would talk to her older. Like, look, that dynamic does not need to be there. The last time I checked, every human should be respectful and polite to every other human. That should not be this 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 isolated moment between an employer and employee with these weird dynamics. Like that doesn't even need to be in the copy of the title of the blog. It just needs to be how to show up for an interview and how to ask great questions. Because the last time I checked and the type of companies and the type of people and the type of individuals that I'm talking to, these are full-fledged organizations. These are 23-year-olds, 27-year-olds, 35-year-olds, 47-year-olds, 62-year-old adults. 
These are not 14-year-old kids applying to Chick-fil-A. These are not 13-year-old kids, 17-year-old kids applying to Sonic or McDonald's or the local bowling alley. Like These are not those type of moments. And I get those moments. These are 27, 35, 48-year-old human beings that we're just all adults here. And so I don't need to come into that conversation putting in an, an extra level of... Um, of um, of empathy in my voice, or an extra level of of a politeness, or an extra level of of whatever the case is. Like I can't even find the right word because I don't even believe in that that statement. I, I don't understand it, and so um, I don't believe in that. But again, the best question I think is, what would general struggling employees say about you personally? Um, and then I think, and then I think, um, I think another really interesting. I'm just looking at the questions here. I think one more really interesting question is the following. Who have you promoted and why? And do you have a process for mentoring and developing employees to get them to promotion level? That is a great question. And I'll tell you why. You want to, and this is this, that's the part where you really want to try to sniff out the bullshit. And what I mean by that is you want to push very hard to see if the organization and that actual manager themselves when they're going about their promoting structures and how individuals are promoted and how things are, 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 are how, how individuals move throughout the company, you want to see if it's based off of merit or if you want, or, or you want to see if it's based off of camaraderie or emotions or any other reasons you want to push very hard to see if it's based off of tangible merit, the best person that has the best opportunity that brings the best to the company gets the, gets the gig. Right. And and this is a getting into DEI, which is incredibly important nowadays. It's not isolated to, oh, he looks like me. He talks like me. He thinks like me. He went to the same university as me. This is someone that my younger sister would date. Like, no, like those aspects do not need to come into play. This is the best person for the gig. He has a great head on his shoulders. I don't care if he's black, white, blue, purple. You know, I don't care what they identify, you know, as, you know, or, or whatever the case is, these individuals here are going to get the same shots and the same opportunities as everyone. And so if I'm an applicant walking in, I'm going to get very, 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 very granular with uh, the details and the context within that question. So I really love that as well. Um, so I don't know, guys, hopefully that was valuable. Hopefully that was interesting. Um, I came at this episode a little bit, a little bit hyped up and pumped up today. Because what I told you guys about previous in the episode um, really kind of irritated me and got me going. But um, I care about you guys. I really do. Um, every single applicant, every single employee, you guys know you are the foundation of a company. You deserve to show up and be anticipated. Uh, show up and be anticipated. You deserve to show up and be excited about uh, work each day. And on a Sunday evening, on a Sunday afternoon, on a Sunday morning, when you are preparing for your next week, you should be anticipating Mondays. You should be excited about showing up to work. You should be excited about being led by whoever your manager is. You should be excited about working within your teams because you know the operations of your day-to-day is filled and designed and contextual to what's the best for you and what's best for your future and what's best for your family. And that's incredibly important. It's not a nice to have. It's not a want to have. It's a must have. And um, yeah, I'm done. So thanks a lot, guys.